broke the suki Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him Michael Keaton was the best Batman Rob Bushabell was just a dead man No one remembers the other ones Princess Leia in bikini Transformer Lamborghini Please don't let child of the roof ever act again Remembering tales from the crypt Back when Michael Bay wrote good scripts All right here is old mystery it's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. Podcast. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode 388. I'm Jeff. And I'm the intern. And, and I'm Steve. Us. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Oh, uh, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And we're with Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. Surprise! Aha! And Cool Ranch update. Cool Ranch is still the bestest rat boy. He's big and he's huge and he's naked. And his testicles are quite impressive. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> rats are not shy. They hang out. <laughs> well, especially because you got, like, naked rats, don't you? Yeah, well, yeah, it's what Cool Ranch is. He's one of the naked boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. What's up? What are we drinking? Natty Lights? Mm. (laughs) Oh, no. No, From uh, Wasatch Brewery, we have their Snowbank Amber Lager. Ooh. Mm -hmm. We're classy bitches. 5% alcohol by volume. Nice, uh, crisp, malty beverage. Mmm. Damn, that's smooth. That's Wasatch Brewery. And now, back to Hobie. <laughs> so as listeners probably figured out by now, Jason is not on this week. Yeah, oh, but... Some people just want to watch a little burn. <laughs> Jason? <laughs> he decided oh, wait, yeah, that... I think Jason just spoke that. I think Jason decided that I don't know, family was more important than getting together with a couple of friends to talk about shit. Oh, the fool. And then... Kids and their baseball games. So he'd rather <laughs> hang out with crotch fruit, fruit than us? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but probably. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Think, gonna pick uh, up a real sport. I have never heard the term crotch fruit, so... <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a new title? <laughs> uh, I... I... Until something better comes along, that is the title. Crotch fruit. Mm. <laughs> okay. And since uh, since Jason's off tonight, Blake decided he doesn't work when Jason doesn't work. So we're a package deal. Solidarity. He walks, I walk, or I strike know. out. I forget which. I don't is, know. Sports. Is he also play. Hanging out with Crush Fruit? <laughs> Who's that more a penalty for? They're though? sharing the... <laughs> They're sharing the harvest? <laughs> <laughs> Blake's just hanging out in the crowd, just waiting for him to head towards the locker room. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> you know, to give him reassurance. Nothing weird. Like, hey, good game, guys. Anyway, his two bad like, ideas podcast. Almost walked into to. the women's bathroom. And of course, Jim is taking the summer off to golf. 
What? Is it uh, summer already? Apparently on the East Coast. It snowed here yesterday, so. <laughs> wow, really? No, we are, yesterday I think was the hottest day of the year so far. Ooh, close to 90. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Fahrenheit. So, <laughs> that's why you guys oh. are drinking your winter beers. That's <laughs> why we're drinking a snowbank celebration of our <laughs> snow and hail. Yeah, we're we're drinking shandies over here. You guys, are you guys are boiling. Sorry? I'm sorry. Izzy. Yes. You want to give us your promo code before we forget? Oh, you mean like promo code Hobie that you could spend over at untidyvenus.etsy.com, the magical shop where Steve and I make amazing uh, gifts and fun, all sorts of fun things. We're actually about to have a whole new product line because we found out an invasive weed we've been mandated to pull from our lawn can be used as an indigo substitute. So we're going to try that out. All right. Mandated. Okay, there's a story there. Uh, the county just decided that we need to get rid of some invasive weeds, so they're like, everybody pull these weeds on your in your lawn. Ah, I thought maybe <laughs> they came to your door. They came to your door with papers and forced them in your face, saying we're killing your weeds. No, it was more like a like a post-it note attached to our taxes at the end of the year. Like, by the <laughs> way, when the snow melts, if you see these weeds, pull them. <laughs> we're trying to get rid of them. <laughs> And pay your taxes. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> hey, if you're lucky, two years later, you can get your taxes, your tax return. Hey. <laughs> oh, uh, Izzy also has a... Uh... Sorry, Brian. Oh, I said, whoever said the IRS was slow, they're wrong. <laughs> slow is too <laughs> nice of a word. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get audited. <laughs> Very few people do. <laughs> you know, say, uh, Izzy also has a uh, Kickstarter going for her new uh, line of snackosaurs, uh, nice little enamel pins that are half snack, half dinosaur. It's true. We just hit the funding goal for Teasiosaur. He's a plesiosaur, the long neck swimmy dinosaur, uh, and he's a teapot. Uh, and so we're working our way to our next goal, which will either be Diplicorish, a Diplodocus, the super long neck guy, and he's a licorice, or it'll be a Brachiopretzel, a Brachiosaur, the uh, Veggiosaurus from Jurassic Park, uh, mixed with a pretzel. <laughs> Interesting. Is there a, a words, words we should search on uh, uh, Kickstarter to find this? Snackosaurs? Snackosaurs. Yeah. I believe it's officially called Snackosaurs 2 Electric Boogaloo, because we did a Snackosaurs last summer, and it was wildly successful, which are available in my Etsy shop. <laughs> <laughs> and if you type in the promo code Hobie? Hobie, you get 15% off your purchase, and you help this year podcast out. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, anybody have up-downs for this week? And the what now? Good, up down. Anything that good that happened or bad that happened that you want to express your either joy or rage over? Uh, we finished up Star Trek Voyager. We did. So we've officially rewatched all of Next Gen, all of DS9, and all of Voyager. And we 
So that's the up. And then uh, we started Enterprise. So we will see if that's an up or a down. (laughs) (laughs) The first episode is fantastic because it starts off with a Rod Stewart song, which really threw me off. (laughs) And then halfway through, there's like a Red Shoes Diary moment where we see people like taking a shower with gel or something. And I'm like, what am I watching? Interested. But then, you know, it follows it up with, I don't know, Scott Bakula not bouncing around through time. So (laughs) yeah. Enterprise is an interesting concept. It's the first, uh, the first uh, interstellar craft, the first enterprise and sort of a whole bunch of cowboys and one Romulan trying to, or no, one Vulcan trying to like, round them up (laughs) get them to behave (laughs) so Jeff did you watch anything this week did I watch anything let's see talking talking about about, um, Army of the Dead I did not watch that Brian did Brian wants to talk yeah what do you think Brian I loved it it was so good (laughs) <laughs> it, it had its moments uh, a two and a half hour zombie movie though is just too damn much I think yeah they could have probably cut 30-ish minutes out of it and it still would have been just as good I think but I was I mean I was expecting it to be fun and it was it was I we, we loved it nice nice Tignacara, curious Tignacara. to see oh, sorry yeah, that's. Did you read about that? Like how they had to do that? Oh, yeah. that they had a super controversial uh, comedian playing the role instead, and then she had to, she green screened it like at the last minute and isn't actually in the movie. Yeah, so they they scrubbed Christy Elia or Delia, however you pronounce it, and they spent like uh, over a million dollars just green screening Tignatero's part into the entire movie. She shot none of her scenes with anybody. She was by, by herself. She wasn't by herself. She was with her, uh, they gave her an acting assistant who was in green screen to re- to be the other characters so they okay. could like touch shoulders and stuff. That's why oh, the yeah. eyelines don't match up. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that, to me that was crazy. Like, I couldn't imagine trying to do that. Her character's the best part of that movie, but I'm not gonna lie, that movie got me really frustrated because at the end, um, the only women worth anything apparently to that movie are either mothers or uh, about to like to caretakers of children. All the other women are completely disregarded, not even taken care of by their friends. There is that. So they became zombie bait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they're just, like, straight up, like, tossing, like, not mothers to the wind. There, There's a whole plot point based about around one character going missing who's a mother. Turns out there's three women who are missing. The other two women don't even get mentioned. Not even mentioned by anyone. Okay. I guess they're, they're, they're saying that unless you have children, you're not worth the... Uh... Being around, huh? I mean, for, I assume that's women. what yeah. Zack Snyder was trying to say with this movie. Oh, was this a Zack Snyder movie? Yeah, that's why it's two and a oh, half yeah. hours and pretentious oh. as fuck. 
And the music is really good for the first two, three minutes of every song. But about seven minutes, seven of every single song, <laughs> I'm ready to like blow my own goddamn brains out. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Richard Cheese. That's I mean, the opening song. He's a fantastic artist. I love lounge music to like what, super popular songs. What song does he open with? Yeah, uh, Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, and then around oh, after about well, that's three actually minutes, a lounge they bring in song. some chick to just suck. Yeah, they bring in a, a girl to sing some sort of sad dirge of Viva Las Vegas. Now I'm confused. Vegas for like seven more minutes. So you're getting Richard Cheese to do a cheesy lounge song version of a song, and they give mm-hmm. him Viva Las Vegas, which is a cheesy lounge song to begin with? Yeah. Yeah, and it's fun. <sighs> it's fun, like I said, until about, like, I don't know, minute 17. <laughs> I find it so much better when he's like singing like the sickness or something in lounge version. Oh, we we, right? we have all the albums. We're uh, we're fans. We've technically pre-ordered the biography that I don't think is coming. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in the process for like twelve years now. Yeah. <laughs> when we first met, that was the thing you were the most excited about. <laughs> We've been married for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me out, Mark. <laughs> so someday. I was impressed with the uh the zombie tiger though. The yeah. zombie tiger was really good until his last kill in which case they did not line up the animation right. Yeah. And it really distracted me. But he's very cool until he gets his climax. And then it gets kind of stupid. I mean, it's a very satisfying death, but for as much money as spent on that movie, they could have just lined the tiger up correctly with the actor. That's now streaming on Netflix. <laughs> I think like, I'm extra mad at that movie because it could have been like the perfect zombie movie. It could have been so much fun. It could have been 90 minutes. If Paul W.S. Anderson was directing, I agree, a thousand percent. Yeah. Like, there's just, there's a bunch of, like, little things that all add up to being incredibly frustrating for me. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm just scared of watching a Paul W.S. Anderson movie, though. How dare you? That no. man only makes gold. Well, no. uh, except for Resident Evil stuff. Did you guys not no. watch Monster Hunter? I did not. I did oh. not. It was okay. Mia Jovovich killing monsters in the desert. And Tony Jaa. He put Mia Jovovich in one of his movies? I know. I know. It's about time. Okay, guys. uh, Honestly, though, the Three Musketeers movie that came out like 10 years ago that they did, check that out. It's a pretty fun little watch. It's it's not a... Wait. It's a steampunk Three Musketeers movie. Yeah. Orlando Bloom is the bad guy. And he's like the Duke of Buckingham or something, but he is just over the top. And And isn't Mads Mikkelsen his, like, killer? Uh, No, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz, that's right. He's the Cardinal. Yeah, he's the Cardinal, sorry. Isn't his assassin Mads Mikkelsen? Oh, shit, you're probably right. Uh, I want to see this movie now. That's right, Mads Mikkelsen. Who kills everybody on the airship? (laughs) 
Yes, there are airships. Ah. And and I know what you're thinking. Yes, yeah. Mia Jovovich is in it. <laughs> She's think... Malady De Winter or whatever that character yeah. is. That's... I think I remember seeing that coming out and then gave it never a second thought and so forgot all about it. Maybe yeah, I'll check it out. That up. <laughs> it's Jeez, my second favorite Three Musketeers. Well, if you've got Mads Mikkelsen and Christoph Waltz in a movie, I like those two enough to actually give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're bad guys. So they get to just chew up scenery with abandon. Well, that's not necessarily a good thing. Oh, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good actors cheer, chewing up scenery as a bad guy with abandon, you know. I I saw Gigli with uh, Al Pacino. <laughs> you know. This is an Al Pacino, though. This is Christoph Waltz and Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> ah, Gigli, from the director of Beverly Hills Cop. Look it up. <laughs> but not Beverly Hills Cop 2? <laughs> Not the worst movie of that year. (laughs) (laughs) Some years are sparser than others. I mean, that's the best, uh, like if they were taking my review, not the worst movie from this year. (laughs) Jeff from Hobie says, not the worst movie of the year. (laughs) We We got one. (laughs) They do the Ghostbusters. We got one. I suppose we should. Oh, what? I was going to say, we also are going to be getting our second shots here in a couple days. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So you can join the club. Yeah. I'm going to see F9 in theaters, goddammit. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to rent a theater if we can. It's the last. Yeah. Well, once you get your your shot, then we should be able to telepathically communicate within a couple weeks, then, right? Oh, yeah. And your your cell service should be like perfect, right? Yeah, yeah. Except when it interferes with my computer. I'm having some problems with that. Mm. Well, you got to get your computer on the 5G, and then you can just be your own hotspot. Yes, yeah, make sure to restart it, get the latest updates, <laughs> and then, you know. <laughs> Fucking tards. Wear a mask. <laughs> um. Okay. Moving on. I suppose we can do our Twitter poll of the week. Uh, for some reason... Jason wanted to ask about Congo. Did you put him? Did you put him up to this, Steve? Never. One of you? No. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, because he actually did it. If I put him up to it, it probably wouldn't be a thing. Uh, We won't say we weren't his muse, his inspiration. But uh, yeah, we never like officially sent him a message. Like, please. All right. Well. We wanted to know who was your favorite character from the Congo film. And he gave us choices. Uh, we've got Amy the gorilla. Amy the gorilla. Uh, Herkimer Hamoka. I can't pronounce it. What's his name? Herkimer Hamoka. Romanian yeah. philanthropist. Three from the bounds of Trochescu and here to do good. As portrayed by Dr. Frankenfurter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Captain Monroe Kelly. 
a great white hunter, though I happen to be black. Speaking of Ghostbusters. Keep on busting. <laughs> and Dr. Karen Ross. Lady doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember a line from her. It's like, it's I like, told you. Charlie? If you brought up those diamonds one more time. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Joe Don Baker's not on here. Like, Ooh, that'll be for next week. What's your favorite cameo from the Congo film? We have like it's Bruce Campbell and <laughs> Kahiga. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Pants, Joe Don Baker. <laughs> well, coming as I suppose no surprise to anyone, Dr. Karen Ross came in the last place at 6%. Eh, I can see it. I mean, she's not a mother, right? So yeah, so she she's not worth anything. She doesn't. She didn't create crotch fruit. So what good is she? A doctor who specializes, who's an ex CIA agent operative, and uh, can build diamond lasers. Why would we need her? Even Amy doesn't like her. <laughs> ugly lady. Yes, yes, ugly, ugly lady. Uh, coming in at third for some unknown, disturbing reason. People did not want Ernie Hudson at the top of their list because they picked Captain Monroe Kelly at 24% at number three. Yeah, he's, he's number one on my list, too. I feel I, I would just like everyone to know who's listening, you're all wrong. The answer <laughs> for number one is Monroe Wait, Kelly. Only 76% of them 76 are wrong. 76% of you are wrong, and I'm judging you for it. Well, at least we're in agreement, so maybe we could just <laughs> change that right now. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> fuck your vote. <laughs> I mean, this isn't a democracy. <laughs> it's a cheerocracy. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. No, no, nope, nope, perfect, perfect quote. <laughs> it's a dictatorship, right? We're the dicks and they're the taters? <laughs> Is that the new title? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'd prefer to be called a tater than a dick, but... <laughs> uh, anyway, winning at 41% to 29%, Amy the Gorilla beats out... Amy, Amy, happy, Amy. Happy Gorilla, happy Beautiful Gorilla. Gorilla, ugly Gorilla. Tickle me, tickle me. <laughs> Married couple, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect movie. <laughs> Congo, where you are the endangered species. Where's that Blu-ray with all the commentary tracks and behind-the-scenes footage? <laughs> I need Ernie Hudson commentary. Did Ernie Hudson do a commentary track? No, I have I have the Blu-ray. The only thing on it's the trailer. It's bullshit. How much would a cameo for? A Luckily, film? it's only five bucks. But <laughs> oh, oh yeah, very let's hit him up on cameo. See if he wants to do a commentary track. <laughs> for for the thirty seconds you get a cameo for, quick, do a commentary track for Congo. <laughs> Guys, I won't lie. I actually got Steve a cameo cameo from Ernie Hudson for his fortieth uh, birthday. Sure did. And it was well. like seven minutes long, and he had it done in like seven hours. Nice. Really? Like, the thing said, like, oh, please allow seven to ten days or whatever. I had it the next morning. Nice. He was staying up late watching Congo and was like, oh, shit, this guy's a fan. 
Ernie Hudson is somebody who would be worth getting a, a cameo for. So yeah, oh, su- yeah. surprisingly affordable, right? Like one thirty or something like that. Uh, it was one fifty when I ordered it. Sort of goes right. up and down and yeah, depending. Yeah. I mean, he's I... no Brian Baumgartner who makes a million dollars a year doing cameos. Yeah, who? Kevin from The Office. Kevin. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Good for him. Good I... for him. Oh, it's great. I love it. I gotta get on the cameo. Someone will pay for me, right? <laughs> Steve, why pay for the cameo when they get the sex for free? Yeah, right. <laughs> so pretty much, is he saying she's the only movie. one to That's pay everything for everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram? I'm and, cheap, but and, I'm worth it. Everything I learned from movies on cameo. <laughs> Come on, cameo, you cowards! Put us on there. <laughs> We got Twitter people. Sure, they're all podcasters. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Brian, you watch anything other than your zombie movie that you want to talk about this week? I did not that I remember. Nothing worth talking about, I don't believe. Um... I watched a lot of Jeopardy this week. Yeah, with the new uh, uh, tournament, tournament of champions. of champions. Yeah. Who's the Who's the host right now, or this week, or whatever? Uh, it's Buzzy Cohen, former I'm Jeopardy sorry, champion. Buzz, oh, okay. Buzzy Cohen. Uh, he's not a former Green Bay quarterback. I don't know about. Or no, <laughs> you didn't know about Aaron Rodgers before you saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Tasty. It's like that's good. That's great. He had a job at a meatpacking plant. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> no, Steve. He was a fudge packer. <laughs> good to see a local boy done good. I guess. <laughs> I will have to say, so far, I think Buzzy's done the best. Really? Yeah. I was not a fan of Buzzy as a player, to be honest. You know. Yeah, you know, I was going to say the same. But uh, I think hosting, I think he seemed to be the most comfortable right off the bat. And it just he's got the flow down better than anyone else. Even Ken, after Ken did six weeks worth of shows. Right. Has LeVar Burton uh, yeah. had, his, had his turn yet? Not yet. I think he, he his shows will be shown in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, sweeps week. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah all, August is usually where you uh, send people to die in the television movie market. But but anyway, I'm looking forward to LeVar Burton. That's The Suicide Squad, take two, coming out in August, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> is that the title of it? Suicide Squad 2, The Search for Curly's Gold? Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) The Search for Slipknot's Head? (laughs) Oh, oh, that was terrible. Poor Adam Beach, always dying in these superhero movies after like 30 seconds of screen time. That's right, New Mutants, I'm calling you out too. Spoiler alert? (laughs) Super 30 seconds of the fucking movie! I'm not saying it's okay. You'll be yeah. safe. That was the same guy that did Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did yeah. Not know that. Okay. Yeah, good, good old Wind Talker's own Adam Beach. 
Anybody else have anything to add before we head on to listener feedback? Oh, we watched uh, the, oh my God, it's the stupidest title ever, oh, but those who, those who wish me dead or whatever, those on HBO Max, the new uh, Angelina Jolie in oh, Firestorm Angelina reboot. Jolie, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? Okay. Yeah, I don't know I if you guys have last HBO. Week, yeah. Yeah. It, it was all right. Dude, the survivalist wife is the best yeah. part of that movie too. <laughs> For a movie with Angelina Jolie and Littlefinger and John Barenthal and Nicholas Holt, yeah, the random pregnant wife survivalist was like the best part. <laughs> was she a mother though? Of course, because yes, she's pregnant. She was like eight months pregnant. Okay, and, like, so she know, was worth a rifle. Yeah, no, it's the movie. Her character line is great because she's like eight months pregnant. Like she's big mama and they like sort of mention that like after the baby she can get back to her like survival school and so automatically you're like oh she's dead because she's like the wife of a sheriff she's dead they're gonna kill her every time they're about to like it's like oh this is where they kill her nope like knife to the throat she just murders somebody else (laughs) (laughs) it's like yes finally and i don't even know her character's name Oh, the best character, and you don't remember her name. Did they give her name, or you just don't remember? I'm sure they did. I, I'm sure they Mrs. did. Mrs. Sheriff. Yeah, but yeah, she's a side character. She's, like, yeah. not even one of the main characters. She's a, she's a sideline, like, plot point. Yeah. Yeah, she's, like, yeah, on screen for maybe ten minutes. Yeah, total 10, 15, of, like, ten minutes. Like yeah. And mostly it's to be like, oh, no, they're going to kill the sheriff's wife? Oh, shit, she just killed another one. It <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it up to see. If uh, I can. Let's see. Her name in the movie is Allison. Allison, who's oh, the actress? Yeah, they did say that. Medina Singhor. Medina did excellent, in my opinion. Yes, I am unfamiliar yes, with her. Medina, if... not to be confused with Madia, played by Tyler Perry. Is <laughs> a pregnant Tyler that Perry. That might have been interesting, but <laughs> but I've seen Alex Cross. This was better. Alex Cross wasn't that bad. No, it's not that bad, but... It could have been much worse. <laughs> Something about Tyler Perry action hero, though, I'm just kind of like, uh, everybody else was busy? <laughs> Look, Michael J. White's still alive. Why is yeah. he not doing this? <laughs> yeah. He's alive and potentially younger than Tyler Perry, so... <laughs> we live in a world with Idris Elba. Why is Tyler Perry here? <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have work in movies he's not personally writing and funding? <laughs> Because I think he funded it. Yeah, oh yeah, probably. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, I, that just reminded me. I was watching the on uh, YouTube the uh, movie trivia schmodown. I don't know if you're aware of it, but it's a, it's a league with about they ask movie trivia questions, and they asked one question about you know uh, th- this thriller movie from whatever year. Uh, stars or uh, features Tyler Perry as like a lawyer or something, and I'm like, does that mean it's Boo a Medea Halloween? (laughs) 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 Tyler Perry did something other than that? Wait, no. (laughs) Diary of a Mad Black Woman Two: The Revengeing. Yeah, well, I, I'm like trying to remember the movie. I think I know what you're talking about, where Tyler Perry showed up for like one scene as the lawyer. It was like giving the advice, like, 
look, they they can't they don't have evidence. You just have to lay low and you know blah blah blah. It's like, wait, what? That's not what a lawyer says. Find me guilty? No. <laughs> I, I want to say it's like enough or something. It's like one of those like battered husband or you know wife beating husband kind of things. And he just Tyler Perry just hey you busy? Can you shoot a day as a lawyer? Yeah, sure, I can do that. Yeah. Well, the answer they were looking for was the town. Oh shit, was he in the town? Apparently, <laughs> with his wicked accent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like uh, a thriller with. Medea. Okay, boo. Medea Halloween. <laughs> so that's why I wouldn't do well in the movie trivia showdown because everyone else got it right. I did. <laughs> All those Affleck fans. You know, I totally <laughs> forgot that he played uh, Colin Powell in uh, Vice. Nice, yeah. Oh. Or Baxter Stockman in Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. <laughs> I forgot he did that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Until this very second, I'm like, he was As in well. that now. <laughs> now just that had I a small it. aneurysm over there. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the replay on the video, you can see where the vessel explodes. Oh, we're not, uh, we're not, unless you're recording it, I'm not recording this video. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I hope to God I'm recording Wait, do the Do it again, audio. Jeff, I'll get it off my camera. <laughs> So, yeah, what was the question he's about Tyler Perry? <laughs> How did we get to Tyler Perry? He's Perry's? just got some worse movies. <laughs> well, you take out yep. the movies that, yeah, he did where he had to force Medea in it, because, oh, I'm sorry, I just do not like... Uh, I'm not a big fan of when, like, you know, young guys dress up as old women and call it comedy. How dare you besmirch Ernest like that? Get out of here. <laughs> Ernest dressed up like an old woman? Did I miss something? Oh, my God. Somebody hasn't seen Ernest in a while. I say, he plays his own mother, right? He just, or I think just some random old, like, neighbor lady or whatever every once in a while. Like, oh, I don't know. No, I, I <laughs> certainly have not seen Jim Varney. Isn't he dead? What? Yes. <laughs> uh, only about 30 years. But, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, but you don't watch all the Ernest movies, like, every three months or so, right? No, no. Ah, uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Ernest Scared Stupid is better than you remember it. <laughs> I'm trying to think goes, if I've seen to an jail. entire Ernest movie. <gasps> we got to get somebody the Ernest pack. All right. Think... The three you need to watch are Ernest Scared Stupid, Ernest Goes to Camp, and Ernest Goes to Jail. The rest... Problematic yeah. at points. So Saving those three are... Saving Christmas? Oh, Saves Christmas? I haven't seen that one in a while, but... We should eh. pull it down and watch it tonight. <laughs> sure. I mean, I All right, guys, least... hold on. We're going to watch it on Saves Christmas. <laughs> we'll pause until you get done watching. <laughs> we'll just let you guys stream and watch it, too. We'll <laughs> just do live commentary. Yeah, live commentary on it. <laughs> like, look, look. There he is dressed up as a woman. Look. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he plays okay. the, the neighbor, like Mrs. Periwinkle or something. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. So, yeah, if he does that, then no, I probably won't find that funny. You know, what I know Ernest from is mainly the 30-second Trout Milk commercials. So if it's so more in, than 30 seconds worth, I don't know if I can handle it. Auntie Nelda is the character Auntie he plays. Nelda. This That's chick. a fetching woman. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
So you're helping <laughs> my argument. Thank you. So, uh, oh, what about Beverly Hillbillies? Did you like that movie? I don't think Jed I Plampton? hated it. Oh, it's fantastic. But uh, I don't think it gave me the feel of that I wanted to get from a Beverly Hillbillies movie. Oh, sexually aroused? What are we talking about, Jay? <laughs> what exactly were you looking for? You in a Beverly wanted Hillbillies grandma movie? to, you know. I wanted, like, I wanted like a I movie that, that felt like the Beverly Hillbillies from the, the 50s and 60s, not a slapdash, slapstick, uh, this, this, yeah. They just You wanted to feel slapped. I, I, got, I got you. Yes, I wanted to be slapped. Thank you. So in my hometown, uh, Jim Varney used to do the uh, the auto sales commercials for one of the big auto dealerships. <laughs> it was him and uh, Suzanne Summers nice. used to do the commercials for him. And it was like, so like, I don't know. I always thought he was like a local guy. <laughs> he might have been originally. I don't know where he's from. I mean, is he from Sacramento? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's ask him. Uh-oh. Oh. Or maybe All right, everybody, hold those... hands. We're going to light some candles. We're maybe gonna... it's one of those things where they get these people to do them and then sell them to each different car dealerships in each city. Jim Varney was born in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty far away from Sacramento, California. Stone's <laughs> throw from here. Because you said that, I'm like, did he do car dealership commercials here? So I'm, think, I'm thinking maybe they, like, sell, get them to do mass commercials and then sell them to different markets. Hey, Vern, I'm going to head on down to uh, Mazda in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get me one of them new Miatas. It'd be great. Hey, look up, is it, was it for Cal Worthington? I don't know, because there were also two guys in Sacramento in the 80s who did, um, who had, like, elephants and tigers in their commercials. Like, they would have this, like, who can get the biggest animal to, like, sit on an old Ford Fiesta? <laughs> All over that. Woo. sounds hiccish. Nothing makes me want to buy a car more than that. Nothing. All right, listener feedback? Listener feedback. <laughs> yeah, John we, L. Sullivan. Isn't he a boxer? Yeah, right? Yeah, he also sold cars in Sacramento. Well, Roseville, <laughs> technically. <laughs> Close enough. I yeah, guess. you guys know Roseville. It's yeah. between Orangevale and Sunset Sites. Duh. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who do you think we are? <laughs> you guys are hip with the late 80s, early 90s, very local Sacramento County area commercial scene. <laughs> I subscribe so to that channel on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so listener feedback. Steve, you said you would be more than happy to uh, read our uh, bomb oh. listener feedback. I sure did. That's listener feedback, feedback, feedback. the sponsor, so yes. that's job. <laughs> listener <laughs> feedback brought to you by, uh, I don't know, Netflix. We're doing Zack Snyder movies now. Too bad they mm-hmm. suck, suck, suck. No. Mm. no, they're all right. Check it out. Mm. Netflix is uh, all right. First question we have is from Big D himself, number one fan, Doug. Eight pants. Seven. Yes. Uh, hypothetically, if, capital letters, someone moved from Cincinnati to Washington, D.C., 
Would it be better to stay a Bengals fan or change to be a fan of the Washington football team? Never okay to be a fan of the Washington football team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I think if you are going to do it, if you move this year, this is the the small little opening when you can join the Washington football team bandwagon. After this year, then they're no longer a novelty of being called the Washington football team, or they get a real new name and no one cares. And you yeah, should never have been a fan of the real new name. Are they going to get the Nazis or something? Well, no, no, no. The worst the they're going to stay as the Redskins, but they're changing their logo to a potato. All right. Well. And then it's okay. I tried to get them to do I, that for a decade now, but they didn't listen to me. Right? That's the, <laughs> ob- that's the most obvious choice for them. I would vote for the Washington Potatoes. So the real question is, do you remain a Bengals fan, or you just put two in your own dome? That's the question, <laughs> right? Like, which, uh... Yeah. Oh, come on. Suicide Prevention Hub. one 800 If you've been a Bengals fan up till now, you know you're used to disappointment. Nothing's going to really be worse than what you've already seen. Look, from a Lions fan <laughs> to a Bengals fan, You're it's cursing okay. Joe Burrows, you know that, right? <laughs> it's okay to stand by your team. <laughs> they still have good yeah. logos. <laughs> yeah, right? Tigers and I mean, if, if you... <laughs> I mean, if you if you tucked it out this long, I mean, just suck it up and deal with it. That's what I do. I mean, or just go full sellout and go make yourself a like I don't know, gross Giants fan or I don't know, gross Ugh. Cowboys fan or oh, I don't know, gross oh. Patriots fan. You're not allowed oh. to be a Cowboys fan. That's against the rules. <laughs> or two to the dome. But you have anyway, to stop listening um... to this podcast. <laughs> I hope that helped, Doug. <laughs> well, Doug, uh, he's a Patriots fan himself. I've always been a Patriots fan. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, good old uh, Steve Grogan. That's his favorite quarterback of all time, right? Taking notes. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question from Sir Reggie Scumbottom at Dirtbag, somebody's phone number. What... <laughs> What movie have you watched only once? Not because it was awful, but it moved you. You love the film, but you cannot watch it again because of the effect it had on you. Mine is Saving Private Ryan, as it showed me what showed me what my father lived through during that time as a Nazi. No, I don't know. No. He added that last parable, but... Uh, I, no, 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 I think no. he was on the other side. Oh. Oh, okay. He was oh, fighting. Okay. The well, then, thank you for your service. Wait. Sir Reggie Scumbottom, that means he's English, right? Mm-hmm. Or Australian, maybe? Okay. He's one of the good ones. Yeah, checks out. All right. Well, then again, the Queen's husband was one of the good ones, and he was a Nazi in his early days. So, what can you do? That's right. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, what about what about you guys? Any movies you watched once was really good, and you're like, never again, never again. The movie that comes to mind that I watched and, in, and well enjoyed or thought was a decent movie, but is not one that I can watch again is Monster from you know, Charlize Ooh, Theron amazing. and Christina Ricci. Yeah. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought they did great, but yeah, no, I saw it once and. Yeah, I couldn't watch that again. 
that kind of like drains your will to live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about you, Brad? Nothing's coming to mind. Um, <laughs> is he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Girl Interrupted. Not because it moved oh. me, but more because I understand intellectually that it's a good film. It's full of really amazing performances, and it did nothing for me. And I don't want to move into the realm where I hate it. So I think I should leave it at that I watched it once. I appreciate it for what it is. It is not my kind of movie. And uh, I, I like where I'm at. I like my relationship with it far away. <laughs> hey, I like my memory of it. Hey, I'm afraid if I watch it again, I will hate it type thing. I, I've seen those. Yes, yeah, like, you know what? I can fully appreciate this, and I never want to see that again. <laughs> I, I will say one movie, to, to change your subject real quick, we'll circle back. Uh, one movie that I loved the first time I saw it. Saw it on the big screen, watched it, and then when it came out on video, back when video took like over a year for the movie to come out on video, we rented it on video, and that was The Doors with Val Kilmer. Mr. Oh, Morris. yeah, Oliver Stone. Yeah, yeah. I loved the movie when I watched it in the theater on the big screen and was excited to to watch it when we rented it. And I wanted to beat the shit out of the television before the movie was over. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if it's because I saw it already, so I know it's going to happen, or if the big screen versus little screen made the difference. But I mean, Your I state of mind yeah. when you watched it. Yeah, as someone who owns the DVD, I can tell you, it gets a little long in the tooth at around the three-hour mark, and then it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, he dies in the fucking bathtub at the end because don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> the end yeah uh for me schindler's list is uh one it's like oh yeah i've seen it it's great a lot of people die all right that was fun <laughs> <laughs> laugh right says steve of everything i learned from movies <laughs> one movie that i've watched several times that i don't think needs to be watched more than once is American History X. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Good one. I've seen it uh, probably 20 times, but still. And I use the term curb stop at least three times a day, so, yeah. Right the curb. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move right. on to something. I, was All right, say, I, I know there's one that we didn't watch because the concept of it brought up a lot of feels for Steve. Mm-hmm. The uh, American Sniper. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve's father was, was a sniper, and that came out like a month after his passing. Yeah, about that. Yeah. And we, we had tickets to go see it. We were really excited. We literally got to the theater, and he was like, no, we can't do this. Like, Let's no, go eat pizza. I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good pull. All right. Next question from Besotted Geek, whoever the hell that is. Mm, uh, not a word. Right? <laughs> Why does Steve or anyone like Congo? <laughs> Says the fucking Barclay fan. Who? Okay, who is the worst Star Trek character ever, and why is it Barclay? I'm getting a lot of blank stares, guys. I, 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 I don't know who Barclay is. Barclay is. So. All right. Well, probably for the better. 
Um, because it's like the greatest movie ever. I don't know. Yeah, it's like almost a perfect movie. It's Ernie Hudson, one of Ernie Hudson's like greatest performances. Whether you like the movie or not, whether you like the script or not, he's fucking killing it. And uh, yeah, it's a Michael Crichton movie. Come on, those are fun. Even if they completely bastardize his uh, subjects, they're always fun. I'm a fan of Timeline. I love the book. The movie has very little to do with the book, and it's still super fun. I can oh. travel through time with mirrors. <laughs> That was Steve's big hang-up, the mirrors. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, the mirrors I, are broken. We're screwed now. I saw that one when it first came out, and I think I get it confused with other ones, but I know it's not one I wanted to watch again. <laughs> but we had fun when we watched it. I mean, it has yeah. Paul Walker and Jerry Butler. What more could you ask for, really? Yeah, and the guy who's not the T-1000. Oh, Maybe. yeah, Neil McDonough. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> David Thewlis, the star of David Island of Thoulis. Dr. Moreau, though yeah. everyone seems to forget that. Ares himself from Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, uh, and uh, Diamond Lasers, that's why. And Talking Apes, and okay. Romanian Philanthropists, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Here you go. The last of the Zinj. That's right. <laughs> it's flu. Uh, from Kevin at Cincy Explorer, we have... <clears throat> Why is Avatar such a divisive movie, and why will it never be superior to Avengers Endgame? Well, I mean, because one's based on the Nickelodeon franchise, and... One's from M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, it, uh, it's divisive <laughs> because the show was so loved, but the movie had nothing to do with the uh, cartoon. No, no, this is the uh, Dances with Smurfs movie that uh, James Cameron did. Or, or... Is it uh, the one with uh, Sean Connery in a bear suit? <laughs> oh, the other event. <laughs> I didn't know they made a sequel to that Avengers movie. Oh. <laughs> Did Uma Thurman come back? <laughs> I love bringing that one up. <laughs> I hope that answered your question, Kevin. Uh, uh, from Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. Since you were returning to the studio, look for me streaking past the B.O.B. giant window. Uh, will Jeff join me? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. Not streaking. Uh, uh, I'll be there at the studio. But <laughs> Are you going to be streaking past that Bob giant window, whatever that is? The, the, our studio is the Bob studio, so the Bob uh, giant window no. is the giant window gotcha. outside the studio. Ah. Overlooking Times Square. No. <laughs> anyway, like how it's, uh, it's it's uh, talking about returning to the studio on an episode where nobody even returned to the Skype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By next You're week, we're the podcast apart, Rona. <laughs> and welcome to the last episode of Hobie. Uh, <laughs> now that the studio is open, Brian we're going to uh, shut it down. Brian and Jeff have to battle Thunderdome style because there can only be one. <laughs> well, that would be Highlander style. Yeah, but I want it in a Thunderdome, and I want you guys both in nothing but some skimpy leather. That's so right. Thunderdome in Tampa, Florida, or wherever the hell WWE is nowadays. Orlando, one of those. Somewhere in Florida where they're yeah. allowed to have mass gatherings with no rules. <laughs> Thanks, Florida. Holy only if we can Greco-Roman wrestle. Yeah. Obviously. Traditional Greco-Roman, too. I'm talking meat on meat. Crotch fruit to crotch fruit. <laughs> yeah, there's the title. No, we're not going to 
<laughs> Wait, children? <laughs> Oh. It's more crotch stamen to crotch stamen. <laughs> Look it up, guys. It's a part of a plant. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with docking? No. <laughs> now, when, a, when the pollen from a stamen enters the corona of a flower. Oh, okay, let's see. Uh, the problem with Greco Roman wrestling is you can't use your legs. What? You can't like huh? use your. It's all upper body and arms. Ooh, versus freestyle right. wrestling. Interesting. Now yeah, what WWE? There lies. Yeah. <laughs> there lies, lies the rub. The challenge, though. Yeah. We're, WWE we're, rules. There's barely a ref. We're gonna have a TLC match. Ta- table, ladders, chairs. Yeah. <laughs> I would Ooh, like eye for an eye. The oh, Olympic no. champion in the TLC match. That would be impressive. Right? <laughs> uh, all right, what else we got? Hey, it's that news, news, news of the geek. Geek, 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 geek. Brian, did you want to read the news of the geek this week since Jason decided he doesn't want to be here? I certainly can. Can you mispronounce every other word like Jason? or? Uh, I, I'm going to try my best to read it as close to copy as possible. Okay. So coming on the heels of Gwyneth Paltrow's COVID breakdown and having some quinoa-based whiskey and bread, now, now her company, Goop, is being sued after its vagina candle allegedly exploded, according to oh. Colby Watson from Texas is suing Goop in a class action lawsuit. According so, to legal documents obtained by TMZ. Yes. Oh, so pretty much the story is Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina exploded. Okay. Vagina candle, or as oh. I like to say, snatch a match. <laughs> uh, Colby bought the $75 This Smells Like My Vagina candle. I wish from the website in January. I wish we were making that up. <laughs> and lit it for the first time in February. However, after burning it for three hours, the candle reportedly exploded. Well, that's far too long. I mean, no, that's what you're supposed hours, to man? do. For, for a larger candle, you should do a two to three hour burn for your first burn to avoid uh, what's called tunneling, which is when you get the, the candle that uh, where the sides stay up, but it just sort of burns through the middle. And if it does the tunneling, that's when they usually explode. They can also get, candles can also get tunneling from uh, an improper wax-like uh, mix. Like or if having they... a penis inserted into it. <laughs> no, no, but that's real candle talk. That, Hashtag that's more real candle was... talk. Yeah, I was talking about the real, I was, yeah. Okay. (laughs) After the explosion, the room reportedly filled with smoke. Mm -hmm. In a statement provided to Fox Business, a spokesperson for Goop said the lawsuit is unfounded. We're confident, frivolous, an attempt to secure an outsized from a press heavy product. Well, we can't trust that statement. It's from Faux News. No, that was from Fox Business. 
Yeah, full business. Okay, you said news, but this is business. Guys, okay, Goop, if you're listening, and I know you are because you're huge fans of Hobie, here's what you need to do. When you're mailing these candles to people, they spent 75 bucks. What you need to do is get a nice limited like edition sticker on top that asks the question, what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? Uh... It's Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle, you lucky bastard. <laughs> Steve, head of marketing. <laughs> the worst part about she the just whole can't, thing, though. Guys, she just can't catch a break. Let's just be honest. Apparently, poor, a rough... poor Gwyneth Paltrow. Pal- yes. I can't even say her name right. I will shed a <laughs> tear for Jason. her. Somebody's got to fill it for Jason. I, mean, it's just... I need more beer. It says so... he is seeking $5 million in damages. Why the hell not? Because she's terrified of candles now. Also, wouldn't you sue Gwyneth Paltrow for $5 million? $5 million. I think you're putting way too much emphasis on the fact that nothing bad really happened. Happened. (laughs) You think she's getting Iron Man money? (laughs) No, she's getting goop money. Seventy-five dollar candle. Reportedly says that Goop should warn that the vagina candle could cause significant injury when it explodes. Yes. Well, fun fact: Don't put your face so close to it. Flaming wax can cause injuries. And and um, maybe if this person did get injured, there might be more of a claim. But I mean, there's no claim of injury. So I'm like, okay. But what I'm, if a cross fruit had been near the candle? Well, that, my children. And my they don't deserve the $5 million. The $5 million might be to set up for a foundation to protect other people's crotch fruit later on. But this to protect person, people's crotch fruit from vagina candles. Well, it, yeah, it yeah. did say it was a, uh, what was it? It was like the, a group lawsuit. Well, uh, this one person so that's for is, multiple people. Yeah, this one person is trying to get a a class action and is seeking five million dollars that this one he, 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 he's suing for breach of warranty and product liability which is not yep. a five million dollar maybe if everybody who bought the candle gets money for it then it could be i suppose five million but even then i doubt they sold five million dollars worth of this candle or what, mm. what? You, you this what, should be settled three with times? gary Busey's pet court yes that's the only way. Uh, in Gary Judge Busey's Gary Busey presiding. If you guys have not seen Gary Busey's Pet Court, you are missing out on premium television. I, I the can't. golden era of TV, guys. I can't. <laughs> too well, many emotions tied well, up in that? No, life is just too short to watch Gary Busey. Uh, Pet yeah. Court! <laughs> Pet Court! They heard you the first couple so, times. So are these uh, dogs? Where, did, where does dogs? one watch? <laughs> Brian was asking, "Where does one watch?" Yeah, where where does one watch? Oh, uh, it was on Amazon Prime, I think. When I we think saw it's Amazon it, Prime. So. Google it; it'll 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 put it on there. Oh, yeah. Might be Amazon, might be Hulu now. Who knows? It changes every couple of weeks. Oh, so that's pet, how pet. Uh, Bezos got the super yacht. No, okay. All right, moving on. I think you might have broke up there a second there, Brian, because I didn't hear. I said that's uh, that's how Bezos got his super yacht, the pet court. 
Uh, yeah, pet court money. <laughs> yep, and it is on Amazon Prime. So yeah, many subscriptions for that. All right. All right, moving on. Let's see. We got Per the Illuminati. Uh, British actor Jeremiah Irvine. Jeremy Irvine. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Jeremy uh, is potentially closing in on the role of Alan Scott in HBO Max's Green Lantern TV series. However, the site reveals that unlike Finn Wittrock uh, as Guy Gardner, it's likely to be a one-year deal. Uh, 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 history as a lantern will only be explored with characters like Bree Jarda, Simon Baz, Justin are all expected to factor into the show in some capacity. I don't think you mispronounced any of their names there. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah Irvine. Well, that guy, but I meant the character names. <laughs> That's the Brit- that's the British pronunciation, correct? Oh, okay. So, so we got a Green Lantern TV series to look forward to. Is that what I'm I'm getting? Yeah, it looks like HBO's having a Green Lantern core TV series. Uh, um, but it's not the Green Lantern everybody wants. Yeah, see, Green uh, Lantern, I don't know if deserves. Guy Gardner's uh, one of the guys, but I know Finn Whitrock's from American Horror Story, and that's all I know him from. I don't know Finn Wittrock from anything, but no, Guy yeah. Gardner is the character, right? So he's one of the Green Lanterns. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's uh, like, it's, uh, no, I'm just, I'm just saying the uh, uh, what what uh, he's playing the uh, Bub Allen. Allen Scott. There we Alan go. Yeah, Scott. Alan Scott, the Alan Scott character. He he's like from like the, the the 30s and 40s Green Lantern, where it's a completely different storyline than what actually goes on with like the Green Lantern core. So I'm interested in seeing how the hell they make him relevant with the Green Lantern core. Ooh, they're basically going to do the Phantom, but instead of wearing the purple tights, they're going to be green. Yeah. I'm in. Fighting Nazis. Bring in Billy Zane. He could be Sinestro. Ooh, is he a bad guy? Let's find no, out. No, he's actually quite a good gentleman. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Billy Zane fans in the in the house. Uh, are you guys not Billy Zane fans? I'm not a Billy Zane fan. <gasps> Have you not seen Demon Knight yet? Have you not looked into his eyes? And all that I'll, guy liner? I'll say no to both of those. Well, that's why you're not a fan. <laughs> you going to bring a picture up so I can look into his eyes? You got to watch Demon <laughs> yeah, Knight. Yeah, let me find one that's not a dick pic uh, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, Jeff, you need to see Demon Knight. But that would require yeah, Demon watching Knight's... Demon Knight. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I explained this to you before when I was... On your show, drafting devil Doesn't movies. Like good movies. I don't like the type of movies you watch. As in, good crap. movies. <laughs> no, no, no. Demon Knight is legitimately much better than our general taste in movies. It's tough to take that without a grain of salt, you know. I, I hear <laughs> See, what. Every who, time... who else is... 
Who else is in Demon Knight? I, I... Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, Dick Miller, uh, uh, oh my God, Stryker, uh, William. Robert Hayes? The, the, guy, the guy that plays Death in the Bill and Ted movies. William Sadler, something like that. Mm. Uh, isn't Jada Pinkett in it? Yeah, Jada Pinkett before she got smithed. Uh, Brenda Backey. CCH oh, Pounder. Yeah, CCH Pounder. Okay, well, that Ooh. one sold me on CCH Pounder. Yeah, go. she kicked some serious demon butt. So that's how she landed the shield. <laughs> <laughs> way back in 95 although i was on your draft show i'm assuming i won the the uh, devil draft uh, i didn't actually uh, you, you can assume I, i'm gonna assume <laughs> i won that because i think i by far had what everyone would agree is the best choice of of satan's I can guarantee you not everyone thought that way. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. The two competitors thought there was, but... So... It was a pretty good list. And we'd love to have you back. Sure. I'd, be, I'd love to come. I mean, I have to come back to defend, right? I'm assuming I'm defending. I, I, I don't know about defending, but... Uh... <laughs> you can help us defend a bad movie. Oh, I can't. That, that hurts me to the core to defend bad movies. You can you can find a little little nugget of inspiration even in the worst films. Could you say it hurts you to the Green Lantern Corps? Oh, ah, I said it. I said it. <laughs> and uh, right, with that, back. we're out of here. Oh, <laughs> All right, that's Don't it. Just coming on for the uh, what was it the ninety nineties two thousands Green Lantern? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Oh, that I hope you terrible. like Blake Lively, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that movie was terrible. <laughs> oh, no, he's he's going to come on for uh, Green Month. He's going to get picked between the Green Lantern, the Green Hornet, or the Green Inferno. <laughs> I was going to take the Green Mile. No, no. Oh, no, we, we don't do good movies. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> Maybe green room so we can see like Nazis' heads explode. Uh, so was that the end of the Green Lantern story? Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> at this point, yes. Okay. Yeah. As far as we're concerned, yes. Uh, hey, Brian, what are you doing September, I want to say 19th through the 21st? <laughs> <laughs> or the 13th through the 15th is or that the 17th it? through the 19th <laughs> sometime it? in the middle to end of September I plan on attending the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Convention Center Woo! yay I plan on being there too and there will be thousands of other people planning on being there including some great media guests like insert good name here History of bad ideas and Jim Varney. Wait. <laughs> Ooh, Jim Steve, I hate to this. Jim Varney, Varney's not much of a draw anymore. Aww. But hey, you could go I think to... uh, Green Lantern's going to be there. Oh, Green who? Green Lantern. Ah, He's going to be there. Which one? 
Any of them. All of them. All of them. It's going to be a big... Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Alan Scott, Finn Whitrock, whatever one he was playing. Guy the guy with the big head. Guy, guy Gardner. That's red. right. That guy who's a gardener. That'd be Sinestro. All of all those guys that got murdered in the the middle of the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> they just got like picked off like they had no power. Well, it's not like the Green Lantern Corps was powerful or anything. I feel like they shouldn't have been like picked off like a kid would like pick off ducks with a slingshot. <laughs> but I mean, they were going against like uh, what's his name, Steppenwolf. They killed them all. Or I'm still gonna I'm no. still gonna argue that movie would be get four extra stars from me if they replace Steppenwolf with the band Steppenwolf. Well, uh-huh. I'm <laughs> My dad used to play drums with Steppenwolf. So. What? Yes, true story. Just you're just telling us that now. Yeah, well, you didn't hear the story that you know Steppenwolf. Uh, well, yeah. See, my brother who is golfing on Tuesday, so he can't do this anymore. And, and myself, we were originally in the band Wilson Phillips. Now. What? Yes. True story. And nice. we got kicked out of the band because Carney got jealous that I didn't want to be with her. And uh, it's, so they kicked Jim and I out, stole all our songs, and became hits, became popular. It, the beautiful people just can't make it. I know. Mm. Uh, so, my, so, you know, my dad be... used to be a roadie for uh, Uriah Heep. Sweet. It sucks that I sit here, I watch a movie, you know, hey, look, Bridesmaids is on, and then they're singing my song in the closing credits. I'm like, screw you, Carney. Screw you, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, you bitches. But anyway, enough about that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I suppose we can move on to the box office news and report from May 21st. 2021 through May 23rd, 2021. The box offices in America is coming in at number one. Spiral made another $4.5 million, a total of $16 million on a budget of $20 million. I did hear, because of this movie now, that uh, worldwide Saw franchises have made, like, over a billion dollars. Was that what I heard? Billion with a B? With a B, I think. Damn. Congratulations to them. It only took, like, 14 movies. Well, yeah, but when they're cheaply made movies that, you know, yeah, yeah. come out every oh, year. Oh, yeah. They, that's why there's a Bloom House. <laughs> <laughs> probably always will be, because they're never going to spend a billion dollars making movies. But we deserve that's to like make a billion dollars. That's like 800 movies. They only make like, I don't know, 80 a year. I don't know. Yeah, they saw how they saw what happened to Canon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stay out of superhero movies. <laughs> Bloomhouse is Superman. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's going to make high Superman, the quest for cash. Uh, coming in at number two. Wrath of Man made three million, a total of nineteen million on a forty million dollar budget. Do I remember what this yeah, movie Wrath was? Yeah, Wrath of Man was a really good movie. I had a good time making it. I really enjoyed Wrath of Man. 
what is it? Do I remember it? I don't know what it is. Oh, it's a Jason, Jason Statham. Uh, um, vengeance at, movie. Yeah, vengeance, and involves uh, like uh, cash trucks and mm-hmm. armored truck robberies, explosions. Yeah, I assume. Josh Hartnett shows up for some reason. Yeah, if you Josh Hartnett that... still lives and works in Hollywood. Yeah, he came. He came out of retirement for this movie for some reason. He's like in three minutes of screen time. I was think. he actually in retirement, or they just hadn't hired him for twenty years? Look, Same difference. Look, you talk to his publicist. I don't know what he's officially calling it. He's no, calling it retirement until he comes back, and then it's coming out of retirement. Yeah. Man is if you crossed like Taken with Ocean's Eleven and had it starring Jason Statham. Well, I liked Taken. I liked Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. I don't hate Jason Statham. Hey, Olympic swimmer turned actor. I mean, how can you go wrong? Johnny Weissmuller. Is he the Johnny Weissmuller of our day? I I guess, Olympic swimmer turned actor. I mean, come on. You know, the Tarzan? One of your favorite movies? Oh, oh, come on. We are doing Tarzan month in June. Welcome to the jungle on everything I learned from movies. I think I know who Johnny Weissmuller is. Thank you. You you seemed surprised when I pulled that name out, and I'm like, I assumed you knew. Well, I didn't know he was a diver, but yeah, I knew he was Tarzan. Swimmer. Not diver, swimmer. Oh, okay. Close enough. I guess you don't one leads the, water the other typically. <laughs> Olympic water sports guy. Either you're a diver and or swimmer, or you're a diver and or drowner. <laughs> anyway, number three this week, those who wish me dead made 1.8 million, a total of 5.5 million on a 20 million dollar budget. We all get scammed sometimes. <laughs> hey, we watched it on HBO Max, baby. <laughs> but I thought you said it was a great movie. No, no, Brian said it was a great movie. I did. But but you said, uh, now I forgot her name, it was so great that it Allison. made the movie. Yes. The yes char- a, a character, one character, is a character who has 10 minutes of screen, t- screen time is fabulous in that movie. Hey guys, uh, Brian, I'll, I'll back up. I also enjoyed it. I wouldn't call it a great movie, but uh, I don't know. It, I, well, unfortunately, what I made guys... Izzy watch a lot of Zack Snyder this week, and apparently that put her in a bad mood. And then we watched that movie where there's a storm at the watchtower, but it's beautiful and sunny on the other side of, we don't know, but it's far enough for a kid to walk in enough time that blood doesn't dry on his face yet, but there's no storm there, and they, but they can't see the gigantic forest fire from the watchtower that's specifically designed to see hundreds of miles in every direction to see forest fires until the forest fire is on top of it. I'm sorry. I grew up in fire country. I understand watchtowers and I don't understand that movie, (laughs) but one character with 10 minutes of screen time total smushed together is pretty awesome. So is that going to be on the poster? (laughs) Is he one character? One character (laughs) is pretty awesome. Uh, and that guy from Walking Dead is pretty good. <laughs> the People Punisher? Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the coming at number four, Raya and the Last Dragon. Up from number five the previous week, it made $1.6 million, a total of 48.5 on a $140 million budget. Raya's got the glow now. It's moving up. I don't think it could ever be stopped. But clawing its way back into the top five this week, Godzilla vs. Kong. 
made another one point four million, a total of ninety seven million on a hundred and sixty million dollar budget. Amy think... from Kanto's grandson versus a walking nuclear reactor. I could be wrong. I don't remember if it was in the top five last week or not. I just like to assume it wasn't. You say ninety seven million though, that's that's impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. just in the US. Yeah. It's just a domestic box office. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Like yeah, international, it's like five or six hundred or something, right? Like it's five or six hundred million. Kind of okay, I'm like, it did more than five hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 six hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> total. But Steve, it didn't make a billion dollars. <laughs> Suck it, tenant. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jason's not here to give us the wrong. Uh, descriptions of the upcoming oh. movies I, i've got you jeff it's okay <laughs> coming this week may 28th we have a quiet place too babe what's the movie about uh it's about a lady who had a baby and then people try to steal the baby from her and they have to be super quiet and the guy comes after him with a shotgun but then they still have to be super quiet and then they wake up a monster and then they run and then some guys want to eat her and her baby and her other kids and so they have to run away from them and then they make some noise and she has to fight a monster Coming this Friday. <laughs> I saw the long trailer a year ago, and I was 1,000% convinced I had already seen this movie, seeing the new trailer. Because <laughs> they showed way too much in the first trailer. <laughs> oh, I thought you were giving the plot of the first movie. No, no, that was oh. what I got from the trailer for this one that came out in 2019. And now it's A Quiet Place 2, the search for Curly's gold. <laughs> She's going to get that gold and kill the monsters with it, Diamond Lasers. <laughs> Do you want the title of this show to be Diamond Lasers? <laughs> the way you've been sprinkling in throughout the entire run? Steve just wants a diamond laser. Let's get this Kickstarter, go Kickstarter going so we can get my husband a diamond laser. <laughs> well, if A Quiet Place 2 doesn't sound like your Phil, uh, we also have coming out Cruella, the portrait of a puppy murderer. Nice. I think that's actually the description of the movie. Yeah. It, it basically looks like the devil wears Prada, but it's the devil wears puppies. <laughs> that's true. Oh, okay. But but even Emma Stone can't save it. I'm gonna I'm calling it. Now. I love Emma Stone. Uh, I don't need to see another Harley Quinn movie. Paul Wait, you have Hauser Emma Stone and it. Emma Thompson. It should be amazing. All of the talented Emmas. And, and Paul Walter Hauser is going to save the movie. He's the sad. only Emma they're missing is Eminem. Right? <gasps> Spoilers. Look, no, if her personality is based on an egg sandwich, I'm gonna burn the theater down. <laughs> That's, that's Suicide Squad. That's coming later. I'm so quirky. I like uh, egg sandwiches more than boys. Oh, my uh, God. I'm not like the other girls. Just like you. So so you have an opinion, it sounds like. What? No. No, no, no they, we're talking about Cruella, not Birds of Prey. Look, as a girl who's not like the other girls, I felt violently attacked by that movie. I have a hyena, and he will do nothing. His name is Bruce, though. Get it? No, no, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> what, it became the nanny? <laughs> I have the sexiest voice. Don't you like it? So, yeah, that's Quiet Place 2 and Cruella coming out Friday. I love to murder puppies. Uh, <laughs> no more of that.
Does anybody want to give us top five music? <laughs> Babe. <laughs> What you gonna do at the end of a podcast? Top five movies. I actually or like TV that one. shows. I don't know. I actually liked that song. That's better than anything Jason gave me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Everyone's gonna watch my burn. Top five. <laughs> <laughs> Take the top five to Clarksville and forget how to pronounce punctuation. <laughs> or cherusery. Now, if you... <laughs> forget how to pronounce chartreuse. Now, if you have a gold dust impression, we're officially replacing Jason. Gold dust. Is that close enough? That's better than Jason did, so... <laughs> That's right, Jason. Watch your ass. I'm coming for your job. It pays a lot. <laughs> All those Once I get the, uh, the Hobie coin up and running, look out. <laughs> All I need is a garage full of Funko Pops I'm never going to give away. <laughs> I'm going to forget to mail the people after I promise them to a podcast. <laughs> oh, no, it's for a con. All cons are canceled. Yeah, that's why I got to stock up on can. <laughs> All right, so top five. Hey, <laughs> oh no, I think we just killed Jeff. Brian's going to win the Thunder now. <laughs> <laughs> I think by defunct, that makes Brian the owner of Hobie. Wait, wait, you got to say something about skipping the podcast to hang out with the Crotch Fruit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think our Crotch Fruit has a game this week. <laughs> Do you think the coach will let him play? Aren't you the coach? <laughs> God, it's a good thing this isn't on YouTube this week. <laughs> oh. <coughs> and I'm dead. This well. week's episode, 90 minutes of laughing. At <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Laugh along with us, won't you? <laughs> hmm. So anyway, top five. What's the topic this week, Jeff? I don't even remember. Um, oh, yeah. It's uh, top five favorite ape movies. Ooh. That sounds like a fun topic. Did you come up with this one, Steve? So who starts this thing <laughs> off? Because <laughs> I know Jason usually likes to get input from the guests on what the uh, top five could be. I was just wondering uh, if this was from your input. Oh, well, I mean, it, it is kind of coincidental. We've had a couple panels on some uh, online conferences like Utah Remote Con and Livestream for the Cure, where combined we raised almost $20,000 for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation and what was the other one? Cancer. Uh, the ca cancer. cancer. Yeah, uh, yeah, cancer one. I, I, I forget the name of the foundation, but... Yeah. Yeah, great but job. But yeah, we it. helped raise money specifically topping about apes. We definitely have not considered changing the name of our podcast, Everything I Learned from Ape Movies. <laughs> <laughs> and monkeys. We will include monkeys. Spoiler alert, guys. 
Uh, monkeys have tails. Apes do not. That's how you can tell them apart. Except for a gibbon, but that's technically a lesser ape because it has a tail. I would say they're more of an extra ape. They're right? going the extra mile. Look, I'm not the scientist here. And then lemurs are uh, like pre-apes or something. They have a, a different designation. They're like pre-primates. Oh. They're not even considered they primates? Ooh. They are primates, but they're like... They're, uh, I guess they're, they're primates. They're like, <laughs> they're like the step before... <laughs> the step before eight. So there's like a Demetrodon or whatever we talk about. There, That's there a that, lot there... earlier step. Now, come on. Yeah. Some sort of long-limbed raccoon? They're, they're, they're when squirrels decided to get opposable thumbs oh. in that in-between phase. When a monkey and a squirrel love each other very much. <laughs> and Wait. they moved to Madagascar and, and called climbers. <laughs> Where their love is appreciated. Anyway. Yeah. My monkey squirrel crotch fruit early <laughs> There's the title. Uh, baby, you want to start us off with your number five? Ooh, alrighty. Well, uh, mine probably won't come as a surprise to my husband, but my number five is Conga. The ripoff of King Kong. Uh, what year was it? 1961, starring the original Alfred as a guy who turns an ape. Into a giant ape that destroys London. <laughs> yeah! From ape to like giant ape. All right. Yeah, it starts out as a very cute little baby chimpanzee, then it turns into a guy in a monkey suit, and then it becomes a guy in a monkey suit who's bigger than Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, check it out. Street, again, streaming on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, my next? If you want to go next. Uh, sure. Well, my number five. Fun fact, the first movie to have an opening weekend of over $10 million. Ooh. Every Which Way But Loose, 1978, I think. Oh, that was my number two. Yeah, oh. Clint Eastwood and Clyde. Left turn, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I feel like this movie needs to be rebooted. Who plays Clint Eastwood with an orangutan on a road trip? Hmm. And why is it Gerard Butler? It's not Gerard Butler. Damn it. It is... Edward Norton. Ooh. Edward Norton? Hmm. I feel like he wouldn't be interested in the project, though. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, he, doesn't he not drive? Ed Norton? Isn't that his thing? That uh, he doesn't drive? Are you thinking John Madden? No. Or no way that's flying. Yeah. John Malkovich? Yeah, no, no. What? No, I think Ed Norton like gets a ride from people. I think he doesn't Ooh. drive. I don't know if that's true, but it just made me think I want John Malkovich to be in my any which way. <laughs> oh jeez. I might be thinking Norm Macdonald. I just realized. Oh Jesus. Yeah, you know, Ed Norton, Norm Macdonald. They, they both have fruitful, award-winning <laughs> acting careers, and the other one has dirty work. <laughs> so yeah, Norm MacDonald in Every Which Way But Loose, coming 2023, if he'll ever leave his house again. Or we can CGI it, I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, Jeff, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I remember seeing this movie in high school and I forgot all about it until 
before we started recording, you guys were mentioning eight movies, and you mentioned Project X, and I went, oh, I remember that movie, so I put it on my list. That's my yeah. ringing endorsement for it. That's the uh, the the big uh, rave party movie that came out about ten years no, ago, right? No, 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 no. They stole the title from I think the Matthew, Matthew Broderick, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, yeah, Matthew Broderick. Oh yeah, that was a movie. Bless yeah, you. and and the the, the chimpanzee was a, a test pilot. Yeah, yeah, that movie. Yeah. Ringing Excellent. endorsement there. I remembered seeing it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it vaguely. Steve, was it X Olens? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, how about your number five? Uh, my number five is Joey Tribbiani plays baseball. Ed, baby! Woo! Ed. That is a fun one. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we watched that for the podcast, didn't we? We did. It was actually a little better than I April thought it was April last be. year. Yeah, we did right. April and Monk May. Spoiler alert, maybe coming back in uh, 2022. <laughs> nice. uh, uh, I guess that makes uh, number four for you, Blake, uh, Brian. Oh, he called you Blake. Oh. What? Oh. He, he said Brian. He huh? covered it. Brian, Brian, Brian. No, it must be something with the connection. Brian, right? Yeah, Brian. There's a cat behind our laptop messing with things. You probably heard her. <laughs> Good cover. Uh, number four for me, uh, is Outbreak. Technically not an ape, but... A uh, monkey. We'll give monkey it to you. Monkey movie. I'll, I'll allow it this we'll one time. It. Yeah. Yeah, we watched that. Heels of COVID. It feels, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, we watched it, when, you know, over a year ago when this whole thing started. It was like, nobody would be that stupid. Oh, well, you have to you have to couch it with. We watched it like five years ago, and we made a big deal about it. nobody would ever act that way. Wildly unrealistic. People have their shit together again. So when the pandemic happened, we're like, we need to address this again. So we watched it again, and we're like, wildly realistic. <laughs> exactly how people would react. <laughs> Damn you, Doctor McDreamy! You do this all. Turns out there's two kinds of people in this world: ones that are willing to sacrifice just about everything for the ones they love. And people who a minor inconvenience is completely unacceptable, and they will not have it at any cost. There you go. That's Dustin Hoffman and uh, Rene Russo <laughs> in Outbreak. Oh, I, I will have to say I'm gonna. I don't know if we've ever told this story because I know Jason's not too proud of it. But uh, this uh, back when the bef before time before Jason uh, was married and settled down, he was somewhat of a man whore oh. and had a reputation <laughs> for it and uh one of How our friends <laughs> now one of our friends made the comment about how yeah jason you've got so many diseases that the monkey from outbreak wouldn't even touch you <laughs> nice and so we'll bring that up to him occasionally and have a good laugh about it. <laughs> so that's why you guys have called it's me always nice to the lack of Jason's expense. <laughs> he's What's he going to do? This. He's not going to listen to this anyway. He's, he's not, not going hey, to listen anyway. <laughs> what if he listens to this podcast? He'll never do it. What if they make a, a comment about the podcast on another podcast? He'll never hear it. What if they hear a skit about the podcast on SNL? He'll never see it. <laughs> All right, Jeff, how about your number four? 
Oh, oh yeah, Brian gave his number four, didn't he? Uh, I did. My my number four is, is the heart touching drama, the true story of Diane Fossey and gorillas in the mist. Ooh, I don't think I've seen that one. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not a terrible yeah, it's, movie. It's basically like a, like a Jane Goodall hanging out with gorillas. You know, that don't well, talk, right? Well, there's no diamond lasers, right? What, what's there the, what's are the, no the diamond lasers. But there are evil, evil uh, poachers that decide that murder is okay. I mean, come on. Steve, you've seen Medicine Man. It's Medicine Man with monkeys. Oh, shit. Apes. I found the cure for the plague of the 21st century, and I've lost it. In that gorilla's palm. (laughs) And it's Sigourney Weaver, so you can't go bad there. Oh, shit. What? Okay, guess what, babe? We're watching that Coming next week. (laughs) And, uh, excellent. Uh, my number four, Planet of the Apes, 1968, starring Charlton Goddamn Heston. Woo! I just love that movie. It, it's great. It's uh, It started a whole new sci-fi ape genre, really, and, of yeah. course, every everybody knows the ending. You Quoted at least blew. three times a day, right? Just the, you blew it up! God damn you! <laughs> Damn you all to hell! Yeah, that ending. So you're saying the original one is better than any of the sequels? Or are uh, they coming up later on your list? They may be coming up later <laughs> on the list. But, uh, yeah, the original, there's a reason everybody knows it. And everybody loves the ape masks and stuff. And that's why they pop up in, like, Howling 2, dot, 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 your sister's a werewolf. <laughs> and Roddy McDowell was cool. Oh yeah, Roddy McDowell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John uh, John Heston or no uh, Houston. John Houston, John Houston, the director guy. He's there. Oh, and what's her name? Who plays Zira? Uh, anyway, the actress Jim who plays something? Zira yeah. is amazing as well. Yeah, yeah, everybody's great in that. Is that how even the girl that dies thirty seconds in? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, uh, Izzy, how about your number four? Oh well, my number four is also not an ape movie. It's a monkey movie. <gasps> I I was 14 when this movie came out, and so it's a special place in my heart. For some reason, we had a school field trip to go see this movie. Still not sure what that was about, other than I guess the teachers needed to grade papers. Uh, It is Monkey Trouble. Ooh, with uh, Thora Birch and uh, Gypsy Harvey Keitel. Yeah, young Thora Birch discovers a rogue monkey in uh, Los Angeles who's been trained to steal shiny objects, and she tries to teach him to be nice and hide her hide him from her single mom living in an apartment. Well, Harvey Keitel, the monkey's rightful owner, runs around as a gypsy. I have never heard of this movie. And until (laughs) this point, I didn't think I ever needed to. And I was correct. I didn't need to hear of this movie. It's it's a fun, like, kids movie. And Harvey Keitel's, like, in it such a small amount, you genuinely, when you're done with the movie, sort of forget he's in it until the next time you watch it. Because it's mostly just about this kid trying to hide a capuchin monkey from her, from everybody she knows who just keeps stealing shit. <laughs> and he's dressed like a gypsy pimp, which is very entertaining. Uh, Harvey Keitel, not the monkey. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, how about your number three? My number three to uh, feed off of Steve's Planet of the Apes. I love me some Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Ooh. It is the third one in the original series. 
and I I think part of a big part of why I love it so much, other than just the really great character development you get from Cornelius and Zira, is the fact that they blew up the planet technically like twice in the first two movies, and they still said, you know what, we need to make another one. <laughs> yeah, so they so they send the uh, the married couple back across time and space to mm-hmm. present day 1972 yep. Washington D.C. And it's sort of, yeah, yeah, and it's sort of a reenactment of <laughs> um, of Heston's trial from the first one for most of the movie, which oh, yeah. I really like to play there. I liked a lot of the uh, uh, the allegory for like you know the racial uh, in- inequity and all of that, um, and just like oh, well, we've got to stop the future from happening. Also, spoiler alert, hashtag infant murder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, guys, don't don't sleep on those Planet of the Apes sequels from the 70s. So they're, yeah. well, they have some really good messages and parts and stuff in them. They, so. they get ragged on a lot because it's true that most of them don't have the budget, like especially like starting with this one. They have less and less yeah. budget. Pretty but the each, points are still... I heard like each film the budget was cut in half for the next yeah film. Yeah. yeah so so like you know it's like no they don't have the grand set dressings the costumes look worn because they're still the same ones from like the first one but the acting is phenomenal and the through lines through them are they're still really important like poignant messages yeah yeah if you, if you like the the current planet of the apes reboots like it's a lot of the same ones mm-hmm. just done back in the 70s and you know tighter budgets yeah. yeah. Oh, also, this is the first one with Ricardo Montalban, and oh, yes. as far as I'm concerned, he can do no evil. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess next to me, my my number three, guys. You know that big ape movie had to come in, so I got Kong Skull Island in this bitch. Yeah. That would have been Jason's number one. Yeah. It's a it's a good one. It's. It, okay, so like the Godzilla, like Godzilla, King of the Monsters, all that stuff. Not a huge fan of those, but Kong Skull Island for some reason I oh, really enjoyed. Like the it's cast the is best great. one of all of them. Yeah, so far. Yeah, I, I was really scared too because watching the trailer when like John C. Riley popped in, I'm like, oh god, nope. this is gonna be shit. <laughs> I, I I just know it. They're gonna try to do some weird. But they casted him perfectly for the type of character he likes to do, and it works. Yep, so hopefully the guy that made that trailer is fired. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, love the movie. I'm glad it finally came together in King Kong vs. Godzilla or whatever the hell it was earlier this year. Cool. Uh, Jeff, you're number three, I guess? (laughs) Uh, My number three, I've got uh, Any Which Way You Can. Oh, oh, the sequel. You like that better than the the first one, huh? No, no, the first one is He's number two on my list. This is number three on my list. Oh, oh, oh. So, so what's the plot of Any Which Way You Can? I don't know. That They're driving around in a truck with a orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey and Clint is plenty swimsy. You told me to come up with an ape movie. Come on. <laughs> it was, it was going to be called Every Which Way But Lose, colon, the next day. But they're like, no, we got to. No, no colons in our titles yet. <laughs> Colon, they're still unemployed and don't have a place to live. <laughs> when I sat down to record this episode, I had three things on my list, and two of them were any which way movies. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I haven't I haven't seen the sequel, 
but I'm assuming it involves Clyde getting in more bum fights. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I honestly couldn't tell you which one was from which movie, which scene that I, you know, I saw them like in the eighties and they run together. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're like the Crank movies. They just kind of blend into one. Yeah. Yes. Fast and Furious movies. You don't know which one is which. They're just all the same. Well, let's... Hey. All right, Brian. Well, okay, except for Tokyo Drift. That one's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Who's the star of Tokyo Drift? That's a great question. I think Sonny Chiba was in it for I think Sonny Chiba's the star, but is he the main character? <laughs> Obviously, it was Twinkie. Bow Wow. Yeah. When is yeah. Bow Wow coming back to the Fast and Furious universe? Coming soon. All right, Brian, how about your number three? <laughs> uh, number three is uh, Tony Kelly showing the ape who's boss and going ape. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Danny DeVito as well, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Danny DeVito and Tony um, Dan Walter. Oh, <laughs> I would say Judd Hirsch, Mary Lou Henner, everybody from Taxi was on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tony Danza, Jessica Walter, Danny DeVito. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I remember as I'm a sure child, I liked that movie. It was like one of the first things that was on when we first got cable, and it's like, oh, look, this movie about a orangutan it's funny <laughs> up next going Actually, eight, it was followed it was, by beastmaster if i'm not mistaken <laughs> it was three different orangutans he inherited uh or, yes yeah or were they uh, chimpanzees but, now i don't even remember what type of ape it was they were they were orangutan okay yes yes nice. so right. excellent isn't Yes. Uh, so I'm going to follow that up with uh, number two, uh, Zookeeper, Nick Nolte <laughs> as Joe the Gorilla. Ah, way to get All right, your... Jeff, how about your <laughs> <laughs> Way to get your Kevin James in there. Yeah, say it's Kevin James right? movie, right? Yeah, that's the reason I've never seen it. All right. I mean, it's a pick. Uh, I'll give you credit for that, Brian. That's that's definitely a pick. I'm predictable, if nothing else. <laughs> I have no idea what that's like. Brian, uh, <laughs> Jeff, how about your number two? Uh, my number two was Any Which Way But Loose. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing else to say about it. I think I covered up. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess my number two is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, oh. the second in the new trilogy. But why that one? Well, it's a great flick, but one scene in particular when Koba is on top of a tank firing off a 50 cal machine gun. That was a peak in cinema. And, you know, Gary Oldman's in it too, so. Also, the wrong. apes on horseback really were the, oh, first, was yeah. the first scene that drew you in. Yeah. And then. That whole movie is fantastic. Guys, e e even Jason Clark can't ruin that movie. Watching that movie with <laughs> Steve is an experience because he turns into a giant child, just like yeah. <laughs> Jason Clark, I forgot he was even in that. Exactly, everybody does. 
<laughs> you, look, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, the humans don't matter in the Planet of the Apes movies. Nope. Not even a little bit. It's about the struggle They're of filler. the <laughs> They're fodder. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, uh, Izzy, how about your number two? My number two is a genuinely bad movie, but has just some really, really brilliant scenes and has, in my opinion, one of the greatest ape actors I've ever seen. Thank you to Drew from Real Feels for <laughs> Shockma. I love Shockma. It is a low-budget movie. Again, Roddy McDowd plays a teacher who him and his uh, some of his select students are going to play D- live-action D&D in their school after school hours. So they lock themselves in the building. Uh, earlier that day, they were supposed to euthanize their male baboon, Shakma, because he was becoming too aggressive, but they didn't do it right. And so now they are locked in a building with a killer baboon. Played by a real baboon who, when he's patting down the halls, is like, oh, look, he's so small and he's so fluffy. Then he goes very literally ape shit, knocking down doors. They just let this ape destroy the set. And holy cow, guys, like the power of that animal, just watching that on screen. I don't even care about the rest of it. Just I can't believe people didn't actually die on the set. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's streaming on uh, Amazon Prime, too. <laughs> But yeah, if you guys haven't seen Shockma, it's not a good movie, but it has a fabulous ape actor in it that is worth the experience. Uh, it is on Tubi, and it says Amazon Prime Premium Subscription. But yeah, it's free on Tubi, so check it out tonight. Shockma. Do I get Tubi? Everybody Tubi's... can get Tubi. You just have to download it or something. Yeah, yeah and, and then sit through at least an extra hour of commercials that's per true. movie. That's true. Ah, okay. There's the rub. It's free, but at a cost. <laughs> <laughs> it only hey, costs ten. Look, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Hey, there you go. Uh, wait, that, does that uh, mean? Oh, let's say, is that uh, the new slogan for Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's been their, their that that's been their business model since day one. That's their model. And if you don't believe they, it, you're a fool. Are they coming out with? Are they just going to flat out admit it and just just? <laughs> They're going to add it to the top banner. Yeah. Facebook, you're the product. Yeah. <laughs> We're selling you today. <laughs> All right, Izzy. That uh, means you're number one. My number one, because once again, I'm the right age. This came out and hit a young Izzy just perfectly with a phenomenal cast, brilliant acting, and one of the funniest apes I've seen on screen. Dunstan checks in. Jason Alexander is a hotel executive and a chimp. The orangutan. He's a chimp, right? Dunstan? Wasn't Dunstan a chimp? I thought he was an orangutan. Now we'll have to look that up. Now I have to look it up. Oh. Dunstan, I uh, can't even spell correctly. That's a that's a orangutan, right? Oh, that's Dunstan. a bad picture, but yeah. it's a terrible picture. Let's see here. Oh, you are correct. It is an orangutan. Hey, yeah, orangutan. Yeah. Oh, and who's the monkey exterminator? Oh, Michael Richard. No, uh, Paul Rubens. That's yeah, right. Paul Rubens That's comes right. in as the monkey exterminator. As apparently a uh, character named Buck Lafarge. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically sort of like a Ritz Carlton Four Seasons type hotel with a with a monkey running around. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> hotel manager Jason Alexander has the timeless line, "Holy shit!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the '90s. You could get away with a lot more in kids' movies. It's yeah. a fun kids' movie, guys. Like, if you've got crotch fruit, it's perfect. If you're a crotch fruit at heart, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choice, babe. Uh, I guess that means I'm next at number one. Um, a lot like Izzy, I was the right age when this movie came out. I was 14. It was Summer of Love. 1995's Congo. Yes. Diamond what? Laser. Amy no. Train Drop Drink. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. You've heard me talk about it for years now, so yeah. Congo, number one. Every every other answer is wrong. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number one? <laughs> well, I will say, just like you guys, I was at the right age when this movie came out. I was like 29. And uh, no. <laughs> I, I picked uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, shit, oh, that's a good one. That's good. I forgot. <laughs> was it named Sue? Was it... Su- Suzanne, I think. Suzanne, was. yeah, 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 something like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, that's the movie I thought of. It's It's got an ape in it. I find it funny. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have pulled myself to watch the reboot. Does Suzanne come back? I assume no. everybody comes back, I, right? I don't remember Suzanne being in the reboot. I was fairly disappointed in the reboot, so I... Yeah. To be fair, we, we got about ten minutes yeah, in. Yeah, we got about I... ten minutes in, and I'm like, no, I'm good. Now, I believe your words were, this is too low even for our standards. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Kevin Smith. Wow. Because, <laughs> like, usually we'll we'll do a time and a half and grit through a movie. There's... Like I can put on my, I can count on my hand how many movies we've turned off, <laughs> and that was one of them. So you didn't yeah, even get James the Chris Smith. Jericho part then. Mm. No, no Chris Jericho. But yeah, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. That's a great flick, and the oh, soundtrack is banging. Oh yeah. Now I'm trying to remember the soundtrack. Inconceivable, <laughs> unbelievable, drop out like I have an information freak. Oh, wait, right. Uh, sorry, we don't want to get. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you told me, like, do you want to see a movie with their daughters in it? I'd be like, oh, no. Do I now want to see a movie with their daughters in it? Hell yeah. <laughs> wait, what are you talking about? You're talking about Bill and Ted. Bill aren't and Ted, you? I'm talking about Bill and Ted. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, Jay and Silent Reboot has his daughter in it. Yeah, you know, Jay and Silent Bob and their four kids they had together, you know, docking. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that seems about on par so much... for that movie. Well, well, yeah. well, that's the thing is, Kevin Smith's real daughter plays uh, Jay's daughter. I'm sorry, daughter are you talking about Harley Quinn Smith? That's who <laughs> yes. wants to see her on the, on the big screen? She's so great in this movie. She has a whole monologue. Okay, but anyway, she she plays Jay's daughter with uh, Justice from the first movie. Yeah, Shannon Elizabeth. And so, 
yeah, you, and you just said you wanted to see a movie with their daughter in it. So there you yeah. go. You got to watch the movie confused. now. Yeah, that's confused. That's not Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted is great. You're still waiting for Bill and Ted. Yeah, probably not. All right, Brad, finish this off, will you? Uh, so my number one is based on the video game Rampage. Yeah. And what's the good one? <laughs> it's what? based Tom's on the video game I Rampage. No. <laughs> Obviously, he's talking about Rampage, the movie directed by Dr. Uwe Boll, and it has like three sequels. And <laughs> Ron Rampage. Oh, is that everyone? <laughs> oh, okay. Dr. Oh, yeah. Uwe Boll. Right? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Uwe Boll. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Uwe Boll. You can find out all about it on our multiple interviews with him at Everything I Learned from Movies. That's hofradio.org. Slash everything I learned from movies. He does tell the story about how one of his productions accidentally burned down a Siberian town. Then he rescued all of the dogs and took them to Canada with him. I am very interested. I did not realize you had multiple shows where you interviewed him. Oh, yeah. He's a fascinating character. Oh, he very much is. He's a terrible, terrible director, but I am very interested in hearing his stories. Uh, So, Brian, why Rampage? Uh, I just, I mean, I grew up, I just remember playing that game all the time uh, in the arcade, and then the movie came out, and I I enjoyed it. I mean, it's The Rock, and it's an action film, so. It It makes sense, right age, right time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, I no, I really like, like Rampage. I'm on, uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. I, I, I'm on your side, Brian. Rampage is fun. I like the idea of the Rock yeah. as a primatologist. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe may coming up next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I won that game. Um, <laughs> what's next? Sure, you can continue to think you won that game. Uh, we just need a bad idea. Uh, anybody have a bad idea? Crotch fruit? <laughs> Just say no to crotch fruit, right? <laughs> Bad idea number 126,412. Crotch fruit. <laughs> Having children. Bad idea. Exploding vagina candle. Oh, that is a pretty oh. bad idea. Yeah, that would be bad idea number 14. <laughs> <laughs> this smells like my vagina candle. Kaboom! That smells like vaginas, and then making it so that it explodes. <laughs> Isn't that the point? <laughs> no, you've been doing it wrong, Brian. It's not supposed to explode. Oh. Maybe not literally explode, but... <laughs> How about uh, Barclay is the worst? They don't know who Barclay is. Yeah, You're yeah. just trolling Stork now. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Uh, okay, so those are our bad ideas. Um, titles for the show. I wrote oh, things I down. That's what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote things down, but is there any way this is not going to be crotch fruit related? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I can't believe you guys hadn't heard that term before. <laughs> I mean, I wrote things down like I want it in a Thunderdome or uh, it was very cold until his climax or don't do drugs, kids, or uh, uh, a little salty tonight or it's called tunneling. 
or uh, <laughs> sharing the harvest. Uh, but I had that one. <laughs> but I also have uh, crotch fruit at heart. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah, I had that one as well. Crotch fruit and crotch fruit to heart. When uh, you wish see. upon a crotch. Uh, the only other one that I had that you didn't say, Jeff, was why pay for the cameo when the sex is free? <laughs> Probably too long, but... <laughs> Now, if uh, I can figure out how to... Don't put your face so close to it. <laughs> <laughs> if I could figure out how to get the little heart symbol in the title as opposed to just the word heart, that would be even cooler. But I don't know if I can oh, figure that yeah, out. It's a three and the greater than oh, symbol. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> so... But I want the actual heart, not just something that looks like... The, well, you do well, the uh, crotch fruit, ampersand, <laughs> less than three. That's definitely not going to screw up somebody's computer trying to download it. I think this is a virus. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Jeff. I'll leave you in charge one week. There you go. God damn it, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> and Ooh, on that Jason note, was a man whore. Was it really <laughs> out there? Oh, he would hate me for that. Oh, we forgot dicks and taters. <laughs> There's two kind of people in this world: dicks and taters. <laughs> yeah, we're the dicks, and you're the taters. <laughs> No, we can't put that. <laughs> I just want to watch World Burn. <laughs> oh, God. What were you, uh... Longest segment ever. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know, Jeff. Make make an executive decision. Uh, I think I'm going crotch fruit at heart. Yeah. <laughs> and on that, Roger says goodbye. Amy said goodbye. Bye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history, not so bad, there's a history. It's the history of bad, so bad.